So I had more conversations with this um person that I really like and you know before I started to look into her astrology I always had the feeling like yo we're like we're we're alike and we we got this connection because we're so much alike and she's the female and I'm the guy. I'm like a guy version and all that. And then I started looking at astrology and I'm like, oh, no wonder I think we're compatible is because we're opposites. And, you know, they just, we, we, we happy to see eye to eye because we're opposites. And then she uh, tells me some more details about herself. And then I'm like, no, we're actually not opposites. We're fixed. You know, we're... Not sort of on the same side, but, you know, we're not across from each other. So <clears throat> what we could both see, if we could both agree on the side that we're looking at, we, you know, we could give two totally but productive perspectives on something. And, you know, that really, like, made me think, like, oh, no wonder I'm unable to be with her and, you know, be in a relationship with her because, you know, we're not opposites, we're not compatible, and you're not more flush to me. And then I found out even more information. It's like, holy crap, you're not fixed. You're actually a little bit closer towards me. And in fact, we share some placements and some aspects and... I could totally relate. And then it goes right back into full circle of why I got to feel like, you know, there's something very relatable about you. And I feel this like pretty cool, strong connection towards you. And, you know, I thought she was uh, Aries rising, but she's a Leo rising. And in Vedic astrology, I'm a Leo rising. So it just means that far as my Vedic astrology says, a lot of my signs directly is, is just like her placements in some cases. You know, it's just different, you know, planet placements. But I just noticed like how, how similar we could be. It was just remarking at, um, even down to our sun energy. In Leo energy is is um very much kind of cool because you know our both of our seventh houses is Aquarius and we want something different and unique, you know something that's innovative and I see that in her, and it just makes me think like you know she's somewhat attracted to you not romantically and it's probably because of how unique that I am you know we we talk and text each other and meet each other up and even do business with each other for a reason there there's there's a reason why all that, that I just said is 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 what we're sharing other than just being friendly and knowing somebody <clears throat> and seeing them whenever the heck you you can ever have time to see them. It's like... Because 
I'm noticing that her placements are similar to mine when I'm indulging into spirituality. It I could rest assured a little bit better that she also thinks about astrology and is and could entertain, you know, spirituality talk. Because, you know, not a lot of people could uh, tolerate spirituality talking, you know. Spirituality could be like politics, you know. It, this account of worms and best left alone in public, you know. And when you want to get to know somebody, but however, I do have this natural incline towards an alternative spirituality, and I know she does the same too. Yeah, yeah, I was um, beginning a reading, and I was like, you know what, let me go on and do the reading, and then I'll tell y'all, all right? So we're we're going with a guy, I'm going to uh, read the whole thing, all right? He wants to know attractive aspects, dominant planets, Jupiter house, safe house, ninth house, romantic, cap, cap, capability, compatibility. <laughs> I hope you're having a lovely, your day is lovely, I'm just... Uh, I have to say, have you seen my chart before? If so, I apologize. Let me know. Can't remember, but I was wondering if you could tell me a few things like a true dominant planets and if I have creative attractive placements. Is Jupiter in eighth house? And I expect I have moon trying Venus. Is at eight degrees, but it's, it's still okay. What well, female placements include some moon rise are compatible? And gave me some charts and where he's getting this information from. That is all. If you remember this chart, I probably forgot I sent it before. Sorry, lol. I would be so grateful. I wish I had money for a reading, but not during this time. Sorry. Ah. Well, I would appreciate it. If not, no problem. Thank you. This is my reply. Hey, I don't believe that you have sent me your chart before. However, I did take a look and wrote down some notes to give you my idea of what I can see. Attraction is people, places, and things, even concepts. The very first thing I looked at was your Pluto and realized that we are both a part of a Pluto-Scorpio generation. Meaning it was a struggle for us to develop under a survivalist and power struggle society. We have hopes and desires that is difficult and different from other generations. For them, love, power, and success comes differently. Pluto in the fourth house in Scorpio tells a lot about a person's upbringing. It was rough. Having Mars in the fourth house is hard, but you got Pluto, which is an octave Higher, making this struggle very intense. You desire power and stability. I believe a water moon female will take this emotional journey with you towards that abyssal depth. Cancer moon females is psychic inclined and will understand hardship. Pisces moon females super psychic and will rewrite through your watery mess. LOL. But I'll say, Scorpio moon female, as long as your Leo moon doesn't mess things over, can tolerate your folly. Because Scorpio moon is the deepest it gets. And being a Leo moon in the first house 
will want you to take the high road and leave her in the valley where Scorpio is comfortable, especially the uninvolved type. Leo Moon has a big ego and desires some fair competition. <clears throat> and Cancer Moon females have the endurance and Pisces Moon females have the most which you believe you can figure them out, but no, guess again. Remember, this is natural Neptune energy. You're a goat climbing towards the top of your mountain. Not ours, but the journey Cappy takes is a treacherous but rewarding adventure. It gets rough and tough for the old Billy Goat, but her keeps climbing even though the ground is vertical or uneven this is an ability that amazes other signs capricorn the earth king king of the earth this natural saturn vibe gives you an experience in hardships and shapes you to be solid not wishy-washy i believe you need a fellow Earth sun or to mix things up and make it exciting is unpredictable Aquarius sun. Virgo sun cancer moon will be very intelligent for your taste for knowledge, i.e. your Pluto Scorpio neediness. Virgo sun Pisces moon female would need your help to balance practical needs, which you're adept in being a Capricorn Leo moon person. However, remember your fighter Cappy with the moon in the first house tends you to have a shorter fuse than others. LOL, roar. Virgo Sun, Scorpio Moon female will be resourceful. However, focus on channeling your lover fight energy and not your verbal punch fighting energy, lol. That fighter energy is good lover energy, believe it or not. Fellow Capricorn Sun female, but with a fire moons is cool for you because you're a fire moon yourself. Sagittarius moon females will lighten you up and be the life of a party, which will help with your fifth house vibes having Venus, which is a signal for the type of fantasy female your heart desires is fire. Which uh, segues into my next point. You are a king. You are a liar. Leo rising. Your soul journey is for you to go through the trenches and fight for what you believe in. And in this battle struggle from the home Scorpio energy to the thinking different with the innovativeness of Aquarius will lead you towards your throne, crown, and people. What is a king alone without his people to take care of? Not having people be your servant. The best king is a servant towards the people he loves. I believe an earthly sign female, earthly sign rising female will be your queen. Taurus rising female will help with your Taurus 10th house beauty, finance, design, and your emotion and career. She moves slow enough to 
properly manage your emotions so will not fly off the handles as easily as others. Slow to anger. However, don't be pushy, Mr. Leo Moon. LOL. Virgo rising female will want to be in lockstep with you in your journey because they desire courtship. And with the ability to change accordingly to situations will be malleable for your changing relationship. Oops, I did say fire rising, right? So Sag or Aries especially can be an exciting pick for you. Lastly, I must address your dominance of Mars in a public sense is combative in situations when and where you need to learn from others. You tend to want to be the leader, but your belief in yourself isn't being tested by learning from other people, from learning from others. Your beliefs are from your experiences, and when you need to learn and rely on others, it doesn't mean your beliefs are wrong. It's a combination of different beliefs that form the best belief. Until you've learned your Jupiter and your North Node will bloom because your Jupiter is linked towards your growth and spirituality. Your Cancer 12th house is telling you, may you believe that you can help someone other than yourself. Cancer is motherly bond and you have the ability to heal people as if you were their mother. The mother cares and more truth and power of caring will attract Miss Aquarius, who is about community. Miss Virgo, who lived journey, life's journey should be, to bring the valued and much needed grain towards the masses for them to feed, or Miss Leo rising towards sun, whichever fire, moon, or water, will see how lovely you truly are and will be romantic towards a man who's conscious of others. Be plus and blessed be. So hopefully, uh, they can understand and they like the reading. Alright, went on and gave him his compatibility and what makes him tick. Alright, I'm out.